Through a portal and back again. Scene 1. Exterior, dense woodland, night. The sound of sprinting footsteps echo out through a leafy forest. The gasp of heavy breathing and exhaustion with every stride. Chad arrives at a cabin and begins pounding on the door. Let me in! Let me in, damn it! Hey! Locks and bolts start to turn and clunk, and the door slowly opens with a creak. Well, hi there, Mr. Hurry Pants. Ah, crap, it's you. It's not my day. Oh, oh, uh, the door seems to be closing. Have a nice day. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, okay. I I need your, uh, I need your help. (laughs) Well, why didn't you say so? Come in, silly Billy, but take off your shoes. Wait. What? No, jeez, Brian. <laughs> All righty, Roo. I will let you off this time, but you can clean up the mess. All right, fine. Damn it, Brian, just listen. I had a run-in with some raiders at this disposal site, and I think I may have picked up some rats. I don't have any rat away, so I need to use your radiation shower. Oh, my furry pearls. That won't do it all. You've put me in serious danger. Rule number one of the... Oh, oh, I seem to be glowing. Radioactively and you, handbook clearly states... Brian, damn it, focus. (laughs) Oh, yes, of course. Uh, But my rad shower is not working, and I can't make it work what the Dickens is happening to it. Don't talk to me about Dickens. What? What? Nothing. Uh, do you have tools? I can see if I can fix this for you. Should be simple enough. Of course I have tools. Like my father used to say. Get out? No. He used to say, you never know when you will need a big tool in your hands. Oh my God. Just get the tool kit. Brian walks off and comes back with a tool bag. Chad rummages inside, clinking and clanking through the tools. There. That should do it. Try turning it on. A flickering light begins to pulse and grow. Suddenly, a bright flash brings into view a spinning, swirling, flame-like aura. What the actual fudge? What is this thing? Well, as a pioneer scout, it is my duty to investigate this strange and swirling thing that I am certain will not put me in mortal danger. Brian strides forward into the light and disappears. (sighs) He went in. Ah, jeez. Brian! Brian, wait! Chad jumps up to his feet and follows his, uh, Brian through the portal. Fade out. Scene two. Exterior. Mystic land. Night. We transition into Elder Scrolls-style music, and the sound of wind and unearthly creaking hangs in the air. Chad stands alone. Eyes wide opened, mind swirling in thought. Where the hell am I? Ah, crap. Where's Brian? Brian! Chad hears a snarl and stumbles back as a large creature flashes past him, stopping for nothing or no one. Whoa, jeez! What the hell was that? Looked like a Viking riding a giant wolf. What is this place? Sludgy ground and... That sky is so stormy and dark. This is so trippy. Uh, okay, keep calm, keep moving. Oh, wait, 
Looks like a girl over there. <laughs> oh, wow, she's hot. Oh man, I'm in luck. Time to turn on the Chad charm. Hey, hey, can can you help? Hey, I'm talking to you. Could, can you stop looking at that scroll for just a second and... Hello? What the... <sighs> the woman puts away the scroll and eventually turns to look at Chad. Oh, hey, mate. What can I help you with? Damn, that's a deep voice. But you look so... Are, are you not a... A girl? Nah. A lot of people think that. Lost count of how many flirtatious and inappropriate comments I've gotten. It's a choice, I know, but it's my choice. Uh, okay, so what should I call you? Well, my fellow adventurers call me... <clears throat> Lady Moonshimmer, hero of Rothgar! But you can call me Dave. Oh, uh, well, Lady Moon... Uh, Dave, can you tell me where the heck I am? Well, of course, fellow adventurer. You're in Cold Harbor, realm of Molagball. Modi Balls? Molag Ball. He's a bit of a pain around here, but it is what it is, you know. Look, whatever, dude, listen. Have you seen a guy come through here about yay high, kind of annoying and stupid, wearing a hat? You will have to be a little bit more specific. That's literally everyone around here. But now that I think of it, uh... Is he wearing shorts by any chance? Yeah. Yeah, he was. You seen him? Actually, yeah. He passed by and went that way just a few moments ago. Oh, great. Hey, thanks. I appreciate the help. Wait, wait. Before you go, you can't go running around like that. I've got some gear that you can use. I don't really need it now. I have my Aegis of Gallenway armor. Your what now? I got it from the Cloud Rest, you know, with the Griffins. Uh, <laughs> sure, pal. Uh, did the elves help you too? Actually, no. Not this time. Look, n never mind. Just take this armor, and you can have this sword too. Um, you see, I've already got my malastro. Alright, alright. Just hand it over. I gotta hustle. Nice to find someone helping for a change. Where I'm from, I'd be picking up my junk from a paper bag by now. Okay. Well, good luck on your journey. Farewell, and may Aktosh bless- Ah, uh, he's gone. Scene 3. Exterior. Sound of footsteps and unearthly moaning of wind and creaking. Night. Brian wanders through mist in the twilight, alone and bewildered, but excited by the strange sights and sounds around him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a strange and interesting place. I do like an adventure, and it sure does give me plenty to write about in my journal. <laughs> wow, what an interesting looking plant. So pretty. All that luminescent glow. <laughs> it kind of looks like a, a person. Ah! Help! What in heck fire? The tree-like creature envelops Brian, twisting and writhing tightening around its victim. Uh, help me! Oh, darn it! Please, help! Brian! I'm coming, hold on! The creature continues its relentless crushing of bones. Uh, no! I, I can't! Uh, uh, I can't hold up, Chad! Uh, uh. Chad leaps through the undergrowth, slashing and cleaving at the little creature. Get off him, you twiggy piece of crap! 
I'm gonna kill you! Ah! With another mighty swing, Chad hews the attacker in two, and it collapses to the floor, along with the motionless body of his friend, uh, uh, Brian. Brian? Brian? You, you, you can't be... Come on, you, you'll come back around in a second. Come on now. Brian! Oh my god. He's... he's dead. He's... he's really dead. Not so, laddie. Not so. What? Who the hell are you? What do you mean he's not dead? All you need is the right tool for the job, my boy. Always! Here, take this little thing. This unusually, even for this place, dressed stranger hands a shiny object over to Chad. What? What is this? A crystal? Uh, look, listen, pal, I don't know what you're selling, but my fr- This guy's dead. Oh, just use the crystal, you idiot! Uh, okay, uh, maybe, okay, let's just, I'll just, I'll just put this, uh... Uh, Chad begins rubbing the crystal on Brian like he's polishing a shoe? Finally, in desperation, he tries a new method. Oh! Oh, for the love of madness, man! It's not a suppository! Well, you didn't exactly hand me an instruction manual, you know. Or just place it in his hand. Do it, and then wait. In a fantastical glow of silvery light, Brian's body suddenly rises from the ground like a spirit pulled from the brink of death. Wait, what? what's happening? Brian? Hey, 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 Brian, is that you? <laughs> well, uh, hey there, Chad. Uh, that sure was a strange tingle. I don't feel like myself. I can see right through you, dude. Why can't I touch anything? Wait for it. With a sudden flash, Brian is restored to his, uh, normal-looking self. <laughs> what in heavens just happened? And there he is. Back to the land of the living! If you call wearing shorts like that living, everybody's happy. Now, let's go get some cheese, shall we? Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, what? Did did you say... Cheese! Yes, cheese! <laughs> no one should come back to life without a hearty meal in their belly. So, is it agreed then? Hmm? All of us, cheese, cheese then, cheese. Uh, wait, I, I, I didn't... Oh, yummy. I do love cheese. Did you know that the most popular cheese recipe in the old United States was macaroni and cheese? And there used to be over 2,000 varieties. And cheese itself has been around for over 4,000 years. Well, you sure know your cheese, you odd little fella. Oh, jeez. I should have left him dead. Scene 4. Exterior. Sounds of a portal closing and the three characters emerge into the night. Jeez, pal. What's with all this place and portals? Uh, I think I want to hurl. Oh, you get used to it. In fact, you start looking forward to it, trust me. And you don't want to be wandering around here when you don't know the way. Lots of dangers here, lad. Sounds familiar. Where I'm from, it ain't no picnic. Speaking of which... What the hell is all this crap? Well, it's dinner. It's what it is. Although less of a picnic and more of a, well, 
A tea party, I suppose. Something really weird about this. It's just like near Tyler County Fairground, but less balloons and, uh, more gothic. Plots and schemes of both have been hatched here, my boy. The twisted meanderings, thoughts of a mind interwoven with madness, where chaos thrives and nightmares oh, 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 are real. Also, it's quite nice in the spring. Hmm? Uh, well, I'm convinced you're not crazy. Come on, Brian. We best get along. We have to get the hell out of here and get back home. Susie's gonna get nuts and Moose will likely burn the place down if I'm not around. So, uh, thank you for your uh, time, Mr. Wackadoodle. And we'll be on our way. Can, can we not stay just for some food? I'm starving and thirsty. And we have no idea where we are. Ah, you best listen to your friend, laddie. You know, you'd be dead in a day out there, but I may know someone that could help. I do, I might. Maybe I don't. Wait, wait. Yes, in fact, she could be here very soon. When she's not running late, that is. Wait, it's not that chick with the deep voice, is it? What? 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 Uh, nothing? Uh, what do you mean? Who's coming? Start making sense, old man. Firstly, old is an understatement. And my name, boy, is she a Gora? Daedric Prince of Madness! <laughs> well, okay, she... 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 she? Uh, she giraffe? Uh, I, I'm the chat. I'm about to start swinging this sword upside your head if you don't start making more sense. Oh, he'll do it, you know. He can be quite violent. Well, hmm, Kenny now. You know, as fun as that would be to see you dropping from Suicide Hill, I think we can help each other. Perhaps... Oh! Ah! Look! There she is. Oh, I'm late. Oh, I'm late, I'm late, I'm late. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, wait. No, no. Is this even... I'm... I'm not... This isn't even the market. <laughs> over here, lassie, over here. You're in the right place. Now, I asked you to come, remember? We had that conversation, and you said, you're coming now. You have. Jeez. Ah, oh, yeah, of course. I knew that I wasn't crazy, you know. <laughs> I am all ready for cheese and hopefully something to drink, because I am very, very thirsty. <laughs> Well, you're here, and that's all that matters, so, you know, don't dwell on it. I need your help, Lassie. Well, actually, <clears throat> they do. Oh, 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 well, hello there, strangers. What a handsome fellow you are, and what a oddly dressed fellow you are. <laughs> I'll have you know, this is Regulation Scoutmaster Attire. Uh, shut up, Brian. Uh, hello to you, lady. Oh, well, good day to you. I'm Taniel. Uh, so, uh, where have these strangers traveled from, Sheogorath? <laughs> oh, yeah, go on. They probably, I'd say, got spat out of a portal. Or was that shat out of a portal? Vomited. Regurgitated. They were pooped right out from another realm, not of Tamriel. Uh, who knows where they're from? You know, I just want to help get them back there. So get them out of here, you know. Sheogorath. What are you up to? Nothing. I, I just, well, uh, I just may need them to do a little job for me, you know. Nothing too uh, fatal. Once it's done, we can get them on their way. I promise.
promise, a promise from the heart. All right, fine. I am after something. It was taken from me. I just want it back is all. And this lump right here might just be dumb enough and strong enough to help me get it. Hmm. I see. But what makes you think I can help? Oh, listen, lass. I know you can get them to where they need to be. Samarix, hello. How do you know? I've never told you I know the way, so... Well, if that's so, how do I know you know? And how do you know the way? If you don't know, don't you? Do you? You should. You did. Uh, you have. Well, yeah, uh, but uh, I-, I shall show them the way because I know it. <laughs> I know the way. Yes. <laughs> yes. I don't mean to be, uh, that guy. Too late. But would you mind running this by me before you go sending anybody anywhere? What the hell is Zamorix Hollow? Now don't get your preachers in a twist. It's a cinch you'll be in and out before you can say, Spindle Clutch! <laughs> Spindle Crutch. Oh, damn it. Oh, yes, this is going to go very well, I'm sure. Ah, it'll be fine. All you have to do is, is get rid of that dip. <clears throat> Pesky Zemerick Thule, and take my stuff back. All right, fine, whatever. As long as I can get me out of this crazy place and back to, well, another crazy place, but at least it's my crazy place. <laughs> oh boy, more adventures for my journal and tales for my grandchildren. I swear, Brian, if you don't stop talking, I'm going to hit you so hard in the sack, you won't be having any grandchildren. Come on, lady, let's get this over with. Fade out. Scene 5, exterior night. Chad, Tenniel, and Brian step carefully through a craggy valley. All seem on edge as they make their way through the unforgiving landscape. Come on, keep up. It's this way. Uh, You sure, lady? Because we've been walking for hours. I'm starting to think you ain't got a clue where we are. No, 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 no. It's, It's this way. I'm sure of it. Although it does look the same as... Oh, no, 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 no. I know, I know, I know it. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. <laughs> uh, hey, hey, calm down, lady. It's okay. Don't get all crazy on me. I am not! Um, <clears throat> I am not crazy. It just looks different because I have not been here in a while, so, yes. <laughs> that must be why it's different. <laughs> hey, hey, it's okay. You just need to try and remember, or we're all going to be going around circles. <laughs> now, clear your mind. When did you last come here? Why uh, did you come here? I don't... It was so long ago, I just don't... Wait, wait, oh, wait, wait, wait. I was younger, of course. I, I, I wanted to see the clockwork man. <laughs> yeah, the clockwork man, that's it. I wanted to see the clockwork man. My friends and I came this way. It was just a... A little further to this hollow. Uh, yeah, yeah, oh. Thank you for helping me, the Chad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you see? You still got this. It's gonna be fine. And it's just Chad. Oh, well, thank you, just Chad. I think I will remember you just fine. <laughs> see what I did? I am also here. <laughs> yeah, uh, you are, Brad or Bruce. Uh, <clears throat> now, come along, it's just up ahead. Fade to scene six, exterior night. Emerging from the valley, the weary bunch find themselves at the foot 
of a vast cliff face, mouths wide open at what stands before them. Ah, balls. That is one massive mechanical dude. This ain't gonna be easy. What good is a sword against a shiny hunk of garbage? Man, I could use a fat boy right now. Uh, what? Uh, never mind. Uh, Listen, I don't think I'm going to be much use. Uh, I don't have any weapons, and and I don't know magic, so... Magic? What? What the hell? There's magic here? Like, you know, like card tricks and stuff? Or real? Well, I don't know what a card trick is, but yes, we could sure use a sorcerer about now. Okay, this place is officially getting cooler. Uh, what the hell? I'm just gonna have to use this sword. He's gotta have a weakness, and I ain't gonna find it standing here. I've taken down enough dimwits and power armor, so this ain't much different. Wait, Chad, you can't... Okay, he's just run straight in, so... <laughs> Take that, you colossal bag of bolts! Ah! Chad smacks, hacks, and whacks at his foot again and again, but nothing is penetrating the thick armor of his assailant. Oh, he's not going to win this. No, no, no. He's going to get himself just... Suddenly, an arrow whooshes through the air past Chad and hits its mark between the armor of the mechanical man, followed by another and another steam of smoke bellows from the creature as it whines and whirs before crashing to the ground. Oh, 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 what the hell? Oh, take that, you stupid piece of mechanical menace. Evely? A beautiful young elvish warrior vaults off a nearby rock, landing perfectly on both feet, and slings her bow across her back before dusting off her hands in triumph. Of course it's me. You didn't think I'd let you go off alone, did you? But I... You you can't have seen me leave. (laughs) It's like you don't know me sometimes. Listen, I promise I'd look after you because it was you that asked me. Wait, did I? I mean, I didn't, did I? Of course. I said I didn't need help, and you said that you... I said it's okay to accept help from those who care. Exactly. I know you're okay, but there's nothing wrong with helping you out when you need it. Besides, I love a good scrap. Hey, thanks for the assist, uh... Everly. Everly Shop Arrow. And you are welcome, stranger. Chad. Well, Chad, why are you fighting mechanics in Cold Harbor, and what is your friend wearing? Short breeches? (laughs) Now I've seen everything. Trust me, when he sits down, you can see everything. I will have you know. Don't. Rude. Anyway, thank you, uh, Evely Sharp Arrow. You have quite a name. You bet I do. Have to look after yourself around here. No kidding. Just as they begin to chuckle to each other, a portal flashes open before them, again, and out steps Shale Gora. Yes! Yes! Oh, excellent! You did it! You slayed the beast! <laughs> Rejoice in me! What the actual hell, dude? Are you telling me you could have opened a portal at any time? We walked hours to get to this place, you ass! 
Oh, don't be such a grumpy lump of void stone. Where would all the fun have been in just opening a portal? I mean, I am the Prince of Madness after all. Also, this way, gross character and hair on your bollocks. Character? I'll give you character, you piece of... Oh, ah, ah. Now then, did you get me my stuff? Let's see. Shilkorath runs over to the scraps and remains and begins to rummage through all of the rubble, nuts, and bolts. Oh! Oh! <laughs> oh, yes, here it is. Oh, my love. Oh, I thought I'd lost you. Ah, I'll never let you out of my sight again. No, no, no. Wait, wait. Is that... Is that a piece of... of cheese? Yes. Oh, not just any cheese. All this is a wheel of the finest crafted mammoth cheese in all of Tamriel, but it's rare and hard to find, unless you're a giant. Well, it's almost impossible to get a hold of, you know. I cannot believe this, man. I almost died to get you your stinking cheese wheel. Oh, yes, but the stinky ones are the best. No, my boy, you almost died. So you can win my trust and respect. So that I could send you home. You see, it was me that opened the portal in the first place. It was me that brought you here. Wait, I'm confused. Am I missing something? Yeah, Brian. This crazy fool dragged us here to get his cheese. That's why Tenniel's already on her way. He planned the whole thing. Yes! Oh, look at you. Oh, you're smarter than you look, boy. Well, you'd almost have to be. I mean, take a look at that face. But I merely opened the portal. It was you. You who stepped through it. Say, Gorath, you really are a piece of work. You almost got them killed. Ah, well, almost being the key word there, lass. Anyway, here you go, fellas. Off to home with you. With a flick of his staff, Shale Gorath opens yet another portal. Well, this has been quite the adventure. I don't think anyone will believe us. I don't think we need to keep this to ourselves, or we'll be both and end up in the nut house. Sure was nice meeting you, Tenniel. I hope everything goes well for you, and uh, try not to get too lost, okay? Thank you. I am quite tired. Hold on. What? Lost? When was I lost? Well, well. anyway, uh, goodbye, and maybe we will uh, meet again someday. <laughs> goodbye, and maybe think twice about stepping through strange portals that open up and just uh, walk the other way. <laughs> sure thing, lady. Bye, all. Hmm. Is this canon? How should I know? But I can fire you out of one if that helps. Ta-ta there, weirdos! Have fun storming the wasteland! <laughs> Chad and Brian set off through the portal, and it closes behind them as Evelie turns to Tenniel. Okay, let's get you home, miss. You can tell me about Chad and your adventure. Oh, thank you. I'm pretty tired. A rest would be nice, and, and maybe some food. Also, um, who's Chad? Fade to black.
that uh, that completes our play. Uh, a really uh, a fun little play written by our own Alexander Luther. That was that was fun. Everybody was excellent. Karen, wow, you you got Everly down so spot on. That's just made me very happy. Um, she's she's my favorite um, character. Everly is just this fantastic fantastic character that um, whenever we whenever we we my my wife and I whenever we play the cat the character and she's talking and stuff, we just get this amazing. She's got this great faux Cockney, oh blobby governor, you know, <laughs> kind of kind of accent. And my wife's always going, I've done gone piss myself i have um <laughs> it's just so it's uh, i mean yeah that was that was excellent that was really she was good. fun thank you well that was lovely fun and nicely done alexander with the uh the script there and putting things together and uh and it's nice when we can cross the streams like that you know between the uh elder scrolls and fallout i've i've lived in both of the different worlds as different characters so uh, i love to me mentally i can jump between them without a portal <laughs> <laughs> i'm just i you know i hope i hope that you know for for the sake of the charity and stuff that you know we, we raise a lot of money and we get people tuning in and hopefully we can pull some extra people in from from both worlds which will help raise even more money is the- well hopefully people who are watching this right now and and have enjoyed this uh, are able to make uh, even a little donation every small donation helps because yeah, what we're doing dollar. with this yeah i mean you've got tenniel who in this story you've written is suffering from the beginnings of dementia for there's some forgetfulness and the alzheimer's is on the cusp and uh, there are people who live with that every day and it's not just the people who are suffering from it 55 million in the united states alone right now it's the people who are the caretakers for them the people who love them who have to watch somebody they love disappearing before they're actually gone that's the most painful thing i've lost when my grandmother passed away i remember she called me up to tell me that i was standing in her living room and telling her she was no longer the head of the family calling her names being just very rude and i was like grandma i would i would never do that i'd slap somebody upside the head if they tried to talk to you that way you're lovely why would i do that i went to her uh her little apartment where she was at at the assisted living house and my headshot was on the table right where she pointed you were right there telling me this and there's my old acting headshot and you know that it's time to get new headshots when they start cussing out your grandma so um yeah and then i had to deal with it with my mother and uh alzheimer's and uh watching them just slip away from who they are and and it starts with some hallucinations and it seems sort of harmless and the next thing you know they believe that people close to them are gone my mother felt that my brother had been killed and replaced by an actor not even me as the actor uh, just another actor but you know you watch them disappear from who they are alzheimer's my uncle just became slowly gone just disappeared and you could you're looking into someone's eyes and you no longer see them behind there and and it's the physical side of it as well the body deteriorates when the mind is no longer there to help support it it's an awful disease in so many ways and that's why we're trying to get help for the alzheimer's association why we're trying to help both the people who have alzheimer's and those who are caring for those who have alzheimer's we're dropping the gloves on this because we want to end alz Uh, who knows what tomorrow has in store for any one of us but we can help the people who are dealing with it right now. Yeah, it's uh, it's really a 
it, in so many ways, uh, I think it's one of the worst diseases imaginable. Um, when my, my great-grandmother, when I was younger, when she started to show the signs, was it was the same kind of thing where uh, they completely lose touch with reality. Um, and reality kind of warps around them to the point that they they think things. Um, accusing people of stealing is is pretty changes common. Changes personalities. Yeah, yep, changes person. Like a my, sweet soul can be combative. That's, my great great uh, my great grandmother was just the sweetest woman imaginable, um, and she just became angry and violent, and uh, it's heartbreaking because I think for those of us who love people like that um, and we went through the same thing with my grandmother too we tried twice um, to have her live with us to, to care for her when she could no longer safely take care of herself um, and it becomes so overwhelming what their care is the the worst thing for caregivers is because you love these people so because you love these people so much making that decision to to put them someplace is just heartbreaking and you live with this terrible guilt feeling like you gave up on them um it's just it's it's a terrible disease the toll emotionally the toll financially the toll on entire families that have been torn apart and it is because you love because you want someone and you don't want to let go when you have alzheimer's letting things go and disappear is very hard and eventually you just don't know but the people who are around you they do and uh my brother is dealing with this right now with a family member who's living with them and the toll that it takes on the family is heavy it's a heavy burden and that we can do a little bit and give a little bit of a donation a little bit of something that can help and, and and the alzheimer's association is there with counselors 24 7 to help with uh doctors to help with research to help in the moment to help sometimes find locations where people can be safely housed and taken care of you know it it's all about love caring for people with alzheimer's and it's not easy as you know, Ken, it's really, really hard. And that's why I'm grateful to all of you guys being here today and everyone. This is just the beginning, guys, of our week-long effort to battle through Fallout for Hope and the Alzheimer's Association that Voice of Palooza as an umbrella is going to be doing fundraising. And we have hundreds of gamers streaming at the same time. And you know what gets me? Everybody says out there, gamers, they sit around, they just play their games, they don't care about the world, they don't care about people. They are wrong. They are wrong because I've seen so many good people, so many good people right now saying, how can I help? So many people who are working hard right now, whether it be donations on things for giveaways that we're doing this week, whether it be doing streams of their own, talking about their own situations and their own families, the reach, the outreach on this. And the love that I've seen going around through the gaming community because of this has been so moving. And I can't tell you how grateful I am. Millions, uh, as of today, as of this this point right now, millions of people um, have responded to this campaign by watching and engaging um, 
with everything that we've been sharing on social media so far, sharing stories of their own, donating, um, putting their streams out there. So it is, this is something that has touched virtually every single person out there. It's someone that you love, somebody that you know, or, or someone that you care for, friends. And, and let's talk for a quick second, Ken, about some of the people we're going to be seeing this week, because already you've seen, you've got Karen Carbone and Jan Johns here, who are wonderful voice actors and uh, donating their time to come do this. Uh, tell us about some of the other wonderful folks who are going to be joining us. Yeah, before uh, before we move on, though, uh, Karen Carbone, of course, uh, yeah. everyone who played Fallout 3 uh, knows that that she's just a little bit of little bit of a sadist there with Moira Brown sending us on all of these terrible quests uh, where we're getting limbs hacked off and blown up and you know just so she can write her survival guide. Well, I am also your mother if you've played the game. <gasps> That's so right. As, That's right. As, as my own my Mom. own dear mother who did suffer with early onset dementia so i do have a, my own personal story and i've lived through that but as my mother used to say before i had my own kids she would brag to all her friends oh yes well karen's had lots of children with liam neeson uh, because <laughs> being the mother in Everyone's fallout like, i birth all the players and liam is the dad and I'm, i die in childbirth and get reincarnated as moira brown and the bounty hunter and a million other voices and all the prostitutes so uh <laughs> Yes, Fallout was lots of fun, and my mother never bragged about me being all the prostitutes in Fallout. Oh my God, yeah. Yeah, you're both mom and a prostitute. There's something really deeply Freudian in there, and I'm not going anywhere near. I've got the wide range. Thank you, Wes. <laughs> no, you know, the funny thing is, my kids didn't care that I did any of these voices in the games or whatever. They would just go in the back room, and I'd hear them killing Imperial Guards constantly. But, you know, uh, the thing is, they were, like, so floored when they got to get a call from Moira Brown. They're like, Dad, forget you, forget Lucy, and forget all these guys. That's Moira Brown. Karen, there's there's one iconic line that we need you to say as Moira Brown. Okay. Them, them hot little potatoes. Oh, them hot little potatoes. <laughs> Is that close? That's exactly it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Jan, Jan, talk. Let, let's talk. Uh, some of the is it Sierra? Uh, yeah, Sierra. Um, De, Sierra Petrova. Petrova Petro or yeah. Petrovita, because there's she came back in Fallout Four in the DLC, and we called her I think Petrovita then, and not Petrovita. I can't yeah. remember because there's 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 two different versions. <laughs> it's just because I uh, we didn't do our homework. <laughs> Well, you know, you drink enough Nuka Quantums, you forget how to say your own name. That's true. That's true. I do have a Nuka Cola here. Hold on, let me see if I can find it. Hold on. Mm. I have one. Look Yay. at that. Yes. Mm. <laughs> drink it. Drink it. Oh, it's been sitting on a shelf forever. <laughs> you also, uh, you also played Bitter Cup. Yeah. Who's that? Was a hilarious uh, emo character that you ran into. That was a lot of fun. And trying to think who else I played. There was. There you quite played a few in Fallout Three. Yeah, I think all. I mean, Karen could probably speak to this too. It's just kind of like it was like, here's a bunch of copy. Let's just 
<laughs> blast through it and see what works <laughs> you know you know uh, some of these guys uh mark and and ken have been uh in my class and i told them i said there are times when you go in to read one character or you know maybe two that they've cast and you have an idea of who you're going to play and then they say hey here's three or four more and uh, pull these out of your ear and give us a completely different characterization so uh how do you guys handle that uh fear is great is a great (laughs) (laughs) dance for me my puppets that's it and i hold a lot of tension in my butt (laughs) (laughs) that's gonna be in her book on acting hold a lot of tension in your butt (laughs) <laughs> well, because you can't hold it in your face, right? And you can't, like your hands, like depending if you're doing like on camera or stage, you know, it's drilled out of you where you hold tension. So I've, I found that I just hold tension in my butt. So I that could discovered- be on the, the, the back of the I'm a Jan yeah. fan t-shirts. So we could have, I hold my tension in my butt. Yeah. <laughs> I've oh, discovered there crystal. are times. Hashtag tension in my butt. When the tension hits, when the tension hits, you can tell because somebody rises about two inches up just because the gluteus has squeezed and pushed you a little taller in your seat. <laughs> I think there's a crystal suppository we can get from Shea Gorath that will kill that for you, Jack. Oh, no, no. Does it smell oh. like cheese? Oh, let's not go there. Let's not go there, lads. Eagles. Fromunda cheese. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Ken, ten, time to bring us back to something civil. I, I don't even know what to follow that up with. <laughs> but uh, we've also been joined today by uh, our own Mark Howsworth. Hi. Yeah. Dr. Mark Howsworth. That's right. MD. He's the doctor of sound. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that too. I have become kind of a a gear nut, but uh, yeah, no, I actually am real honest to God, went to medical school doctor. In fact, uh, you know, this this whole uh, project to help raise money for Alzheimer's, um, 65 and older. So that's my demographic. 85% of my patients are 65 and older. So unfortunately, this is something that comes up a lot. And, you know, not that my job's not important as a physician, but Believe it or not, it's this kind of thing that is going to probably do more in the long run to eliminate Alzheimer's than just one physician helping people out. Um, You know, like with, uh, you know, the children's cancer uh, that has been uh, essentially uh, was a death sentence and has been essentially turned into something that is completely treatable. Uh, same thing can happen with Alzheimer's. So yeah. those, those few dollars that you can spend to, to help this out will come back to you in the end, because just like ageism will catch up to you. So could this horrible disease as well. I mean, not that I'm trying to make people scared about it, but this is something that will help you in the future as well, just like it will help everyone who's suffering from this. So I'm happy to be here and certainly, you know, to, to voice act with all of these amazing people who have done amazing things. It's uh, it's really a dream come true. I mean, statistically, and this is this is the sad thing. It's not when it's not if, it's when it impacts you or someone that you love dearly. It's un- that's the unfortunate nature of this disease. And Clint, thank you, Mark. Clint joining us as well. Oh, oh, me? Oh, yeah. Clint, who has obviously the best man cave ever. We were, we were talking about Clint's man cave before the stream. Yeah, I, I do love my man cave. It is uh, it is the Moose Lodge, you know. It's so uh, cool. He built it himself, too. 
Yeah, I took uh, I took a twelve by twenty four shop building. Uh, that was just studs in a floor, and I put electrical. I've got two ACs. I've got now. Floor. You're the stud on the floor, Clint. <laughs> I'm the stud on the floor. That's right. Um, no, uh, I'm I'm super happy to be here. I mean, I'm a huge Fallout fan. So I've I mean, between Wes and and Jan and Karen, I mean, like I've I've listened to you guys a million times. Um, one thing I've got to add, and I actually posted this on Twitter. My my father-in-law actually texted me on my birthday which was just two weeks ago and told me that he was going to stop by the crater supply shop and see Moira to get me a birthday (laughs) present but she wasn't open this late so i just thought that was hilarious that i'm now sitting in the same zoom call with you so we'll send you some of those hot little potatoes in the mail plant for your birthday don't you worry she said the thing (laughs) she said it she said it always like from the game No, no spoilers, but I do love the fact that uh, if you follow one of my characters, Mr. Burke, and blow that cesspool megaton off the map. We did that last night, Wes. I love, I love that the only thing that survives is Moira Brown. I know. You are like like the equivalent of the cockroach in that game. There's no getting rid of you. I'm so flattered. (laughs) It was that, that was the best trolling move ever in any video game I've ever played because she puts you literally through hell on all of these crazy quests. And then by the time you're done with this book, you go to Crater, you blow the place up, you go there and you're like, ah, yes, now I am free of her. She's like, hey, how's it going? I guess I'm a ghoul now. Her face is all melted, but she's still there. And sounding just as, you know, Fargo as ever. Yeah, she's still chipper. Can't let a little rad poisoning get you down now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, Alex, of course, writing this. Um, when you when you sat down to start writing this, Alex, what uh, did you have any inspirations or ideas when you were putting this together? Um, I. <laughs> I've been, I, I'm, I'm a turncoat. So I start, started on the, the Chad uh, podcast because I was a huge fan of, of um, I played quite a lot of Fallout 4. I hadn't really played the other ones, don't hate me. Um, but um, I, then I got into Fallout 76 and started playing that a lot with uh, Jess, who voices Susie. Um, and I really got into it. But then I kind of, I kind of, gravitated away from it into into the uh, the elder scrolls and the skyrim universe um because my wife's a big fan of skyrim obviously she's very 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 excited that uh, you know getting to work with west because she's she's been around that world uh-huh. and stuff um in terms of the inspiration i wanted to do something i mean i think both both those worlds have incredibly amazing fan bases and we've seen that from the the fallout for hope uh, stuff that kenny's been doing and, and that all these people have contributed to over these last few years and i wanted to try and pull some of that in uh to, to bring over that universe and you know at, at the time I'd, I'd met you west doing the christmas carol that we did and i thought which was be- wonderful you were a fantastic uh, cratchit uh i thought your your voice acting was very emotional and uh and and truthfully that was my introduction to just how much good could be done uh and i i'm not to, not to pull away from the focus from you for a second there alexander but Kenny, uh, I have to say, I put a little something out this morning to thank you. And I mean this from the bottom of my heart. The, the things that you've done to help people by putting together Fallout for Hope, what you were able to do for St. Jude's Children's Hospital, 
what you are doing right now to help us with the Alzheimer's Association, the amount of good that you are putting in the world that makes me that makes me emotional Ken. it makes me emotional you are a good man you are the hardest working man in showbiz you have also a wonderful soothing voice you could read disaster reports and we'd all feel okay about it so uh thank you ken from the bottom of my heart and uh i just real quick we'll get back to alexander but can everybody please give kenny vig a big round of applause for everything that he is doing and done what's the community that makes it work the community the community has been so amazing and and again they reach out and they talk to you and they tell you about their own stories and their own touches with alzheimer's and how it's hurt and affected them and and it does hurt it to lose somebody like this it's it's a very personal kind of pain something that we all kind of keep secret it's almost like a family shame that you've lost someone and you you hide this pain but you don't have to because we're all there with you we are all there with you we we know we've experienced it ourselves and that's why we're doing everything we possibly can to help because you know what screw alzheimer's it doesn't get to win no. Because we're going we're gonna to take life back. And even in the midst of life being taken away from us, we're going to take life back. We are raising funds, but we're doing it through fun. And the fun here today all came about because Alexander Luther wrote a delightful script, and we all came together to have fun with it. And even Mark's character, who I think, Mark, you have the perfect voice for answering uh, spam calls forever and ever. Amen. <laughs> But Alexander, right. <laughs> let me, let me tell stuff, you about yeah. my your car vehicle insurance. <laughs> so what, when you write this stuff, Alexander, uh, are, where is your head? Are you thinking about the environment? Are you thinking about the characters? Do you play each of them in your mind as you write them? Um, weirdly enough, and I, I, I don't know, I'm, I don't have that sort of thing. Kenny sits and thinks and interweaves all these stories. Um, I actually just started writing the scripts and it, it just I just write it. Uh, there's no I don't have a process or anything it just flows and as I write one line I think of the next line and the next line and the next line um, and then I start thinking oh it'd be cool if this interaction happened or you know but uh, you know it really it really came about from knowing both games so I had to have that knowledge but you know getting back to what I was saying about the communities and, and what what Kenny's done and like I want to pull more of these communities into Fallout for Hope it doesn't have to be because you play Fallout it can be because you play any game or you want yeah. to be part of that community yeah, yeah that's that's um, something uh, and particularly I wanted I wanted everybody to understand Fallout for Hope was born from Fallout and in a game where you make choices in a world where there is no support structure so you have a road that you can walk that splits and you have the choice to make in terms of which road you want to walk whether it's to be to do good or evil um the choices that we make in that game in particular got me to think about the choices that a very small group of people against gigantic causes can do great good and, you know, by the end of this year, we'll be closing on raising almost half a million dollars for charitable causes since December of 2020, which is insane what this community between the Fallout community, Elder Scrolls community, and gamers everywhere who play yeah. other games but just really care about mobilizing for causes. Care. 
care. Yeah. They really care. And uh, I don't want to hear any of this. Depth. I don't want to hear any of this bullshit about gamers uh, contributing to violence or society's ills. That is just nonsense. Gamers, in terms of what they have raised for causes, um, even that Tiltify has published the, the fundraising platform, they have contributed millions upon millions, tens of millions of dollars doing the good work that arguably should be coming from other uh, parts of our society, but the yeah. gamers that are that are giving their fandoms and time to really raise money to make a difference in the world. All yeah, we the hear passion, about the is that they have yeah. Yeah. amazing it spans from their gaming into their charitable hearts, the way that they deal with other people, the way they interact, and I think that really comes across. And uh, you know, the, the fallout for Hope channels and the, on Discord and stuff. I just every day just pouring messages after messages of just good wishes and good communication, people having and you know sharing good like, souls, sharing, sharing their stories. It's just a it's just a world of good people. Yeah. And and we only hear about the toxicity in the news, you know, gaming that's, and toxicity in the sense. That's, that's a small. Wonderful. Very small percentage. The mass, the, the vast majority are these wonderful, good hearted people. The reason they're into gaming is because they enjoy having fun. You know, we all have our entertainments in this world that you're able to take your entertainments, your fun and turn it into something that can do good for other people. If, I'm in awe. I am in awe of each and every one of you out there for what you've done. And uh bless you and i love you thank you 